All right, and welcome back this week to another episode of the Just Asian Things podcast, a podcast where three Asian Americans talk about how we suck at being Asian. I'm Chris Trung. I'm John Nguyen. And this week we have Kevin. Hey, how's it going? I'm Kevin Tang, founder of Amped Asia Magazine, very relevant to the topic that we're talking about today. I'm also currently in Las Vegas and I run a software business. Amped Asia Magazine, aka Asian Central Magazine, right? Yeah, 100%. And we also have a podcast as well. So. Oh, we're cool. now we're the podcast is the main focus so we still have abg stuff but our, or sorry the abg models and, and other asian models uh where we shoot and like interview them we do videos and and like photo content but the podcast is now mainly geared towards asian men oh. uh but we also have like some asian women as well but like it's basically self-development helping asian men kind of get out of their comfort zone and then interviewing sort of prominent asian americans oh, cool. who you know have an interesting story to tell so with any of these self-developments do you guys ever help teach asian men how to fuck abgs anything like how that to fuck abgs <laughs> that's a pretty good one because when i was younger i remember that was all i wanted to do <laughs> no we don't have a thing that's specifically about abgs Mm-hmm. But I mean, we've interviewed an ABG. We also interviewed a guy who teaches sort of dating and pickup. Oh, so that's a that's a pretty interesting episode. Yeah, it's so not ABGs per se. Yeah, not not like specifically ABGs. Okay, it's even better. It's teaching Asian men just how to fuck in general. So <laughs> <laughs> that is one aspect. That is one aspect of it. Cool. Well, today's episode sounds super awesome. Can't wait to get started. Right? Yep. Yeah. Let's kick this off. Cue the segue. Cue the segue. Hey, Kevin. So when you were starting to Amped Asia magazine, what was your thought process like? I just want to take pictures of hot girls and that's it? Or how did that happen? Let us know. Oh, yeah. So the thing with Amped Asia was it's been going on for a while. It's been going on since 2006. Wow. So I started when I was literally 17 years old. Oh, nice. And back then, it wasn't about, it wasn't even about ABGs and stuff. It was actually about K-pop. Okay. So back then, it was K-pop magazine. And we talked about sort of like Asian media and it was like Asian in Asia like it was J-pop K-pop mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah it's not Asian American it's like Asian it's Asian right Asian. right right so we had all like we had reviews on like Korean dramas and stuff like that it's cool I mean back in 2006 this whole Asian culture boom wasn't really a thing and starting it way back then you're one of the early pioneers yeah I mean for sure I think back then was when K-pop just started popping off and that's mm-hmm. we were trying to ride that wave of like K-pop but quickly I realized that I think as I grew a little older I, I realized like the asian american content resonated more with me mm. just because because i am asian american and then also k-pop started being less of an interest so mm-hmm. we ended up moving it to- more towards the asian american side of things right and with that also it was like the myspace era oh right? the myspace era yeah <laughs> you guys are too young for that huh <laughs> the, the tail end of it <laughs> so who are the asian americans right it was basically like import models mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we hit up a bunch of the import models on my MySpace, if you can believe it, like freaking, mm. I don't know if you remember the girls back then, but they were like Natasha Yee, Steph right. Lee, Right. Mm. Uh, none of these names ring a bell, huh? <laughs> I'm saying yes, but no. Uh, I, I know what I'm going to be Googling later. Just a quick Google search. Ooh. See who else, like Danny Riel. She was like a little bit later. I like these people right now. You don't even know Danny Riel? Oh Dude, my Danny God, Riel? I, I remember this, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, Tila Tequila. She was like the oh, yeah. biggest Ooh. one back then, right? You're just naming all of my big middle school crushes right now, Kev. <laughs> that was like the, the first wave of like the import models. Yeah, so you just hit up these girls to be a part of this magazine? Is, is that mm-hmm. what happened? Yep. 
Exactly, exactly. And it wasn't even a magazine back then. It was just a website. And then it just progressively what happened was we realized the only content that was doing really, really well was like the hot chicks. <laughs> Not surprised. Not surprised at all. And then so we were like, man, we're getting a lot of like people liking these import models. Mm-hmm. So we were just like, all right, let's just like go full force into import model content. Yeah, I just went from there. And that was like our biggest market was just doing models. And we just doubled down on that content. So well, that eventually turned into what is now today known as Amp Asia. Yeah, it was already Amp Asia back then. But now we're also focused on Asian men. Mm-hmm. Like we want to we want to push Asian men because, you know, Asian men need more promotion. Right. We want dudes to get out there too. Like, for example, mm-hmm. we have like singers and we have like actors and stuff as well. We're trying to become not just like focused on the hot chicks, mm-hmm. but also promoting Asian masculinity and promoting Asian men as well. Yeah, dude, that's that's really cool and noble. You have a very uphill battle against you because it's one thing for guys easily like double tap a picture of a hot girl. <laughs> But it's going to take a lot of rewiring in our brains to be able to like double tap that cool, you know, Asian actor, Asian singer. So no, for sure. I was going to say, like, I think it's getting to the point where Asian men are getting a lot more recognition. And I think it's like Asian men are supporting other Asian men, too. So there's like these like a lot of Instagram pages now where it's like just like Asian men content where it's like they talk about their hair. Like how like get better hairstyle, better like fashion, stuff like that. And those are like actually blowing up because Asian men are like kind of watching that and like kind of learning from it. So. Well, I'm glad they're blowing up because I'm following at least 10 of those. How do, how do I make my hair a little bit better? It makes a lot yeah, of yeah. you glowed up so much, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> the Asian glow up, it's a thing. Kevin, you're just recently single now, right? Recently a single Asian guy living in Vegas. Tell us what that's like. So Vegas has been open for about four weeks, mm-hmm. pretty much like wide open, right? Uh, after the COVID situation. It's been fucking crazy, dude. It's been absolutely oh, insane gosh. out here. Like, it's crazy because it feels like the girls are like very aggressive now. Ooh, very ooh, aggressive. That. Yeah. Ooh. Aggressive in what way? Like, they're trying to get at you. <laughs> <laughs> so like two days, like a week ago, right? We were out. And then some, some chick asked me straight up, she was like, Hey, are you a Korean? And I was like, I was like, I, cause I was thinking, uh, whatever I was like, I was oh like yeah, I, I am a Korean, but I wasn't, I wasn't, a, I'm not, I'm not even a Korean. Right. And she was like, Oh, I want to fuck a Korean tonight. I was like, Holy shit. This is like, <laughs> this is a okay. lot. What was your answer? Tell us. <laughs> so, you did it, didn't you? You did so it, didn't you? So the answer to that was I, I actually wasn't into her. So uh-huh. I didn't like try to get her. Yeah, yeah, but I was just so shocked. I've never like seen. I've was. never had someone like be that forward. God damn! You mean treat like an object? <laughs> yeah, this is like probably like I how girls feel. <laughs> yeah, homegirl was just trying to do Asian bingo. Uh, today I <laughs> fucked a Japanese. Today I fucked a Thai. Mm, I haven't fucked a Korean yet. That sounds good. Seriously, but not only that. So this didn't happen to me, but this happened to a few of my friends out here, right? Mm-hmm. So we had a table at excess. It was it was it was about five guys, five Asian guys. Mm-hmm. And these pretty hot white chicks just randomly approached us, right? Mm-hmm. So again, this is the theme of like, we're the ones getting approached now. Like we're Ooh. not doing shit. We're just like, just sitting mm-hmm. there, right? They approach us and we're just like, okay, yeah, these girls are probably just trying to finesse like our drinks or whatever, right? Because we have a right. table. Mm-hmm. Typical. Dude, okay. Within the first 30 minutes, there is a three-way kiss happening at our fucking table, dude. What? It was like, which I have the footage of. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because I was like, holy crap, what is going on? Is it just like girls are just so like going crazy over COVID? It's fucking crazy, right? And then they keep on saying like, hey, we want to have a six sum. We want to have like a six sum. Oh, right tonight mm-hmm. and we're just like what the fuck is going on like we've never like we've never seen this level of aggression from women before uh-huh. like <laughs> and you guys are like sure wow <laughs> so so you're saying the quarantine was what asian men needed this is like the direct opposite of all of the recent asian hate going on it's the asian love yeah. going on i wonder like, if it's like partially related to where it's just asians are just generally in the news more we're being talked about more there's more awareness of our community and therefore there's just a general more like mainstream acceptance and objectification in kevin's case yeah of of us i like it i dig it out here man every night you go out mm-hmm. like something crazy can happen dude that's the best pitch you can give oh someone god <laughs> you can give an asian guy to move to vegas <laughs> dude over here it's like we're the ones like having to reject them we're like whoa like well, I'm not really interested in having a threesome tonight. Maybe ask me again on Friday. Make it five and you got a deal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know whether this is like the new feminism or something, but like girls are just way more open to asking you for sex. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just because of the pandemic. Like, I don't know. I mean, you guys are taken, right? So you guys can't aren't experiencing yeah. the uh, the new feminism. The new feminism. <laughs> the new <laughs> feminism. Yeah. This is the, the, the name of uh, the episode for sure. We definitely <laughs> missed out on timing. <laughs> So, Kevin, you, you're saying I chose the wrong time to be in a committed relationship, huh? <laughs> well, goddamn. I mean, see, I don't know if it's just Vegas, though. Like, when you're in Vegas and it's just like, whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But the other thing that's happening, too, that kind of bad is the, the girls that were in that, like, orgy <laughs> that I was uh-huh. talking about earlier. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They approached us to be in an orgy. Dude, we, like, looked them up on Instagram, and then they had boyfriends, dude. They had, oh. We were like, what the fuck? Man, these girls are, like, crazy. Were they alone or were they there with those guys? They were just, no, they were just there alone. Oh, shit. It's like, man, they probably were like, oh, yeah, girls, girls weekend out. And then they, like, banged three Asian guys. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) I can't tell if that's, like, a good thing in the way, you know, obviously for obvious reasons. But then also maybe, like, a bad thing in the sense of, like, are we, like, less than people that we don't even count? (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) It's not cheating. He wasn't a person. He was just a penis. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just like kind of makes uh, you jaded in a way because you're like, dude, girls are absolutely (laughs) savage out here, yo. Yeah. Hey, dude, this has been the best pitch for Vegas I've heard (laughs) in fucking years. Exactly. (laughs) If I was single right now, we're doing this podcast, I'd be moving to Vegas right in the way. (laughs) I don't know if I can say the same thing because my girlfriend's right next to me. (laughs) She doesn't care. She's not even listening. (laughs) Yeah, she doesn't care. But yeah, yeah, dude, this is the first time I've lived in Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. And I realized that if you're here and you're a, like a man, sex is very easy to obtain. Very mm-hmm. easy. But relationships are very difficult. Mm. Yeah, because like I had connected with a girl out here. Like I was like, oh man, we have a good connection. We're like mm-hmm. pretty cool, right? The next day, she's at Encore Beach Club making out with another guy. Oh, so, <laughs> so it's like, it's really hard to get relationships. And I don't know if we want to get into this right now, but that mm-hmm. girl was an ABG. Ooh. <laughs> oh, the one you're just talking about. She fit Ooh. the checklist, the ABG checklist. Yeah, <laughs> the ABG yeah. checklist. The the fake lashes, LV Louis Vuitton bag, sugar baby, making out on the weekends at Vegas. Yep. Friday night, she's with one guy. Saturday night, another guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you feel about that though? I mean, knowing that it's Vegas and you already had this, you know, perception that oh, it's really hard to kind of maintain a connection to meet people. Were you still pretty bummed? I was a little bummed, man. I'm not yeah, gonna lie, because yeah. I like on Friday night I was like, oh, this girl's pretty cool. Because I just ran, I randomly bumped into her. Then she was like with another guy. I was like, oh fuck. 
Yeah. But it was fine. Honestly, I should have expected it, but I was bummed in the moment, I will mm-hmm. say. Are you still kind of striving or would that connection be nice right now? Or are you kind of just doing your own thing? Oh, and... like with a different girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like I think for me, I'm more of a relationship type mm-hmm. guy. So like, even though I say like Vegas is like, you could have sex or whatever, like it gets old and it gets tiring too. Yeah. Like going out all the time. This is like not for me. <laughs> See, <then> so <laughs> <laughs> no, every night you go out, it's like hella fun though, right? right? Yeah. But then the day after, you're just like, oh fuck, so yeah. tired, and you lose productivity for like the next two days. Like I was gonna say, all jokes aside, I've I actually love being in a relationship now. It's it's nice yeah. you know, being with someone consistent, progressing forward, and yeah not having to worry about the chase to hunt anymore. And your time is so much more valuable now because instead of spending time trying to like hunt for pussy, you can actually <laughs> use that time to be productive, work on projects and, you know, just yeah. do you. Chris, it's don't great. worry. Your, your girlfriend doesn't listen to this podcast. So you don't need to say these things. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. That's that's my little bit for the day. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. There's just something more great about consistency and yeah. that you're working towards something, you're building something versus just, you know, having to build, tear down, build, tear down things over and over again. But even though I think Vegas can still be fun while you're in a relationship too. And if you go with a good group, like yeah. good company, that's just as fun, I think. Oh yeah, for sure. Like even if you had a girlfriend and you're out at, let's say a beach club, it's super fun. But yeah, it's definitely for me, I'm more on the relationship spectrum. I'm all, yeah. also like in my thirties now, I'm 31 now. Yeah. So I'm more like looking to like settle down. Yeah. So yeah, relationships are great. Also, like I said, that night I was, I, I was honestly a little bummed. I was mm-hmm. a little bummed. I was like, man, I thought we had a connection, I know. but <laughs> obviously not. <laughs> Apparently she had a connection with that random guy too. <laughs> probably had like 20 connections <laughs> that probably 20 guys thought they had a connection with her or some shit and then she just like you know what i mean she's good at what she does what can we say but dude that's the that's the abg way man that's the that's the thing right it's like have you guys dated abgs or what's what's y'all's deal i mean i'll pass this baton to chris i mean speaking <laughs> about me i have not just before not too long ago i haven't i didn't even date any asians so oh, okay. i can't even say i dated an abg at all i guess my girlfriend said she's a reformed abg so maybe that counts you know what john as someone who's like dealt with a couple of, i don't think your girlfriend meets the criteria oh no no yeah i agree she's she's actually a lot <laughs> better and more wholesome than the abg lifestyle so she doesn't oh yeah that's actually a compliment so but to Chris, you, I've known you, dude, I've known you fucking years, man. I know your stories. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funny. I think the first girl who took my V card was an ABG. So that was right. fantastic. Fucking Chris calls me literally five minutes after. He's like, John, guess what happened? <laughs> <laughs> it was great too, because it took me a long time to bag that chick. So I was very happy. Props, props. Was this like a long time ago? Like, yeah, it like back in my college years. Oh, college. Chris was like 18 or something. Yeah. 17 gotcha everything's illegal (laughs) yeah you know okay in texas we didn't really even know what an abg was Mm -hmm. back then that like i don't know if that term was popular back in texas Mm -hmm. but over here it's like everyone's like an abg or have that abg look Mm -hmm. yeah i think for me when i'm talking about an abg and we're defining them it's more than just like that look like an abg with the whole ombre teased hair the fake Mm -hmm. lashes that's how they act and carry themselves Mm -hmm. not just that too it's also like the lifestyle they live usually these are the type of girls who they're sugar babies they like to be Mm. spoiled they're very pampered they are super toxic 
sick, still talk to their exes, still just so high maintenance. And that's more so than just how they look. Because how you look, whatever, no one cares about that. How you act, mm, that, that's what makes you an ABG, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely um, two sides of the coin. You can have someone that aspires for the lifestyle and maybe like wants to fit into the group of friends and dresses that way. But in, deep down inside, they're not actually a true ABG and don't really care themselves out that way. Right. Mm -hmm. It's hard to tell. And especially when you, mostly when you, you meet these people, you're out in places and locations where typically ABGs thrive, right? At a club or something, or I guess in like parts of Vegas, right? Or I mean, go to, in this case, XS. Uh, <laughs> they're everywhere in Vegas, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, there's an ABG look and then an ABG personality and yeah. it's very very tough to date an abg personality oh for sure it's like i mean but then again it is tough to date an abg look too because if you're dating a very attractive abg and she's like out partying you know she's getting hit on by like every guy in the club mm -hmm. <laughs> how do you feel about that personally like if you were dating someone in the abg and few guys are hitting up on her Dude, like I think my motto on it now is I don't know if I would take an ABG personality slash girl that seriously unless she was a little mm. older, maybe. Because I know that if you're dating the girls that are the young party girls, like mm -hmm. the problem with that is they also don't necessarily want commitment either. Nope, so yeah. like for you to like commit to them is not the best choice. Like I think the last girl I dated, she was in her 30s. Mm -hmm. So she's a little bit more mature. She's not really out partying any, any, anymore. And I still like her. And I think someone like that is someone that I would rather date long term right. and probably yeah. wife up yeah I don't know if I would ever wife up an ABG younger than 28 I mean that's kind of what you want though right like a reformed homebody ABG the thing with ABGs though the reason why they're so desirable is because they are fun like they yeah. have that vibe that is fun so I remember I, I had a little bit of free time right after I finished the firefighter academy and I want a little bit of fun and excitement I was like you know what let me hit up this ABG you know I, <laughs> I got some free time I want I want to have a little bit of fun Worst decision ever. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> terrible decision. I uh, know. With, it with was fun, fun, but I'm sure it fucked you up, right? Yep. All of that fun lifestyle, all of that, you know, what makes an ABG an ABG really comes with the downsides too, so. It's basically like taking drugs, dude. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, yes. It's like temporary pleasure, long-term pain. That's what it is. <laughs> no, for real. I, I was actually uh, pretty surprised too that Chris was so committed to this abg that he actually brought her around like his friends and family too and i was like chris i feel like this is a mistake dude oh, yeah definitely bit him in the ass <laughs> yep dude uh, i've dated multiple abgs for like many years like i brought them to like home and stuff as well and like one of them like kind of tricked me into thinking that she was reformed mm -hmm. you know but then because they can reform for a little bit mm -hmm. but then it's just like after a couple years you know you get the a little trolls. bored you know you're like oh fuck i want to get back into the clubs yeah and then it's just like once that happens you know Game over. they're just they're just partying all the time yeah back to the streets <laughs> so to back you, kevin, to the street so to, you, to you kevin uh it doesn't really matter too much about um like them formerly being an abg it's more about who they are now and what they're doing in this current moment right for me i would just want a girlfriend who's fun but who isn't probably mm. like partying every weekend or is ready to like retire that life kind of thing for mm. like a wife right yeah. i mean obviously every going out every now and then is cool yeah but like i don't know if you can date someone who wants to always party as their primary you know source of like fun like yeah source of entertainment yeah. Yeah, it's super exhausting like, I guess you could date them, like, short-term or, like, as just a temporary thing. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think I feel like it would be hard to, like, date someone for the long-term doing that. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, what, what are your guys' thoughts? Like, would you date, like, the party girl or... Fuck no. <laughs> no. I can't imagine. Chris Maybe Chris back then, but I don't think... I can't, I can't see the Chris now wanting to do that. Chris is too focused on his hustle. 
Okay. Yeah, like right now, it's all about the dream. Um, that's why I love my girlfriend so much. She just helps support me with everything I do. She knows like where I stand from what I want in my life. And it's awesome, man. Also, yeah. like back in the day, she used to kind of look ABG. So she had that AV somewhat of an ABG look. I'm glad that she doesn't have any of that ABG personality. And um, not ABG like personality. <laughs> no, the personality is the worst. I guess for me, it'd, it'd be somewhere like in between where like I don't really care about the ABG look because I never really think I dated anyone that even like remotely looked like an ABG. But I definitely want someone who has like an in-between where like they're homebodies, but they also want to go out because I feel like I'm the same. Like I love staying at home. I can't do that forever. Right, right. And also for sure, like going out every now and then is totally different than like a girl whose identity is she's a party girl. Mm -hmm. Every weekend she needs to be at the top table or she needs to be at the latest rave. I don't know, or she like wants to like kind of have girls night out every single weekend, then mm -hmm. I don't know if that's type of like wife material you're, you're gonna be happy with. Yeah, because I mean, Kevin, you're, you're also focused on growing like your Amped Asia, you're also doing another project on the side too. Like you, you want yeah. someone who's conducive, who's not gonna cause you a headache, right? You know right. what I mean? We're worrying like, hey, what's she doing this weekend night? You know, is she gonna be up to no good? You don't need to be spending time on that stuff. You gotta big yeah. to worry about. Dude, I had this girl who's an ABG and like she kept on telling me like, oh, I hate cheaters. I would never be a cheater, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, she cheated on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I don't know if she like meant she intended to be a cheater, but it's just like when you're a party girl or you go out and you party and you have that, you live that ABG lifestyle, inevitably there's one night Maybe she's pissed at me. Maybe whatever, right? Yeah. And then some guy's like, oh, let me hit you up on Insta. And then it's just it's just temptation. It's tempted, yeah. Doesn't think too much about it, but then it kind of ruins the whole thing. I'm gathering from all this, what you're saying right now, is that uh, you're ready for uh, a wife, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for a wife. When I get a wife, I'm ready to retire from going out. So no more six-person orgies? No more orgies, dude. Yeah. Dude, you're, you're <laughs> jaded from the, the orgies. <laughs> <laughs> too much dude. in Vegas. How fucking crazy would be like if you found like that your wife or like your girlfriend was out at girls night out and they, she was in an orgy yeah like how fucking crazy would that be dude fucking wild. that'd be the absolute dude, worst thing ever worst thing to find out um yeah. that'd be the absolute worst thing to find out how would you feel if you know the person let's say you wifed up was once one of those people who you know, like like the super girls would go do these things and go to clubs oh like was she like she was in an orgy or something like yeah, that or like dated someone was in a relationship with someone in the past and then did these things to them but like in your relationship now, it seems like perfect and is perfect. Hopefully it's like more of like a don't ask, don't tell type situation. <laughs> Cause like, uh, like nowadays, like I just try to judge them for who they are in the moment. But like, if I heard about it or something, like, I don't know, that would probably ruin my perception. Right. I don't know. What, what would you think? I mean, for me, I, I used to be in the mindset of like, Hey, you have the past. I, I get that. I'm judging yeah. you based on how you are right now. And then mm -hmm. sometimes who they are right now also kind of fucking sucks too. So that, <laughs> that, that, that was my experience with that. So now I don't even bother with any of that bullshit. You got, you got to pass a TSA background check just to even be bothered to be dating me. All right. I this know. Off limits until you do you meet the minimum requirements. I mean, there's certain girls where you can get a vibe for who they are. It's hard to know at the beginning stages of dating, but then mm -hmm. you can kind of tell whether they're like, the type that would be like going crazy or not, you know? So you just have to kind of feel it out, but you can't know for sure, I guess. I mean, I share the same mindset as Chris in the sense that like, it's more important now than what they did back then. But still, I feel like the things that when you find out, it can't, you can't stop it when it just pops in your mind sometimes, right? Oh yeah. Uh, but you can't let it affect you and what you're currently doing in the moment. But I'd be yeah. fucking wild then if I found that out. 
Yeah, I I am never dating another prostitute ever again. <laughs> Wait, you dated a prostitute? She was. This ABG. Holy shit! Like, yeah, I mean, dude, that's the culture of LA, though, right? Like, there's so many girls who are like prostitutes, low key. Like, I've I've actually found out about certain girls being like, like sugar babies, essentially. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, there's a huge sugar baby culture over there, right? So yeah, there is. The sugar it's baby like, culture is just like is aligned with the abg culture it's you really can't have one without the other sure, either that or they're, they're they're like on the only fans shit no yeah one or the other you don't even um, you don't even need a sugar daddy if you're just like a porn star basically now yeah. on only fans you're, you're your own daddy so yeah <laughs> that should be the name of another service yeah. <laughs> a rival uh a rival podcast name for uh call me daddy be your own daddy (laughs) (laughs) there we go boom i think like here though a lot of sugar babies that i know actually have like a quote-unquote like companionship slash platonic relationship with their sugar daddy and it's kind of interesting there are a lot of people with that amount of money who that are willing to spend it to have platonic relationships and companionships with girls yeah like I, I can see that, but I also think a lot of them might be also be lying <laughs> that it's platonic. But who knows? I don't know. I I can't I can't I can't say for sure. I'm sure there's some that are actually platonic, but I know for sure that there's some that are probably also lying about it too. I know some I know some um couples actually that encourage or not encourage, but like don't mind or support the idea of their significant other, like their girlfriends or whatever, being a sugar baby as long as it's platonic. What are your opinions on Ooh. that? Uh, I, I feel like the guy is extremely beta mm. because I don't think if you're, if you're like a self-respecting man, you would deal with that because, yes. because it's like, dude, why do you need another man to like support your woman? Why don't you just support your own woman? But who knows? You know, maybe, maybe he doesn't give a, maybe he doesn't care about the girl that much. Yeah. That's, that's you know, so if he doesn't care about the girl that much, then he is just like, yeah, do whatever. Like if it's like, if, if I had a girlfriend or not a girlfriend, but like, let's say I was dating someone, but I didn't really care like that much about her. Then I'd be like, yeah, do whatever you want. Like go, go be a porn star, go be a only fans, whatever, you know? But like, if I actually like care about somebody, I actually want to date them long-term, then I would have boundaries for myself yeah. and for the girl. And if she doesn't want to abide by those boundaries, then it's like, you know. She's not the one. Then we'll, we'll move on, right? Yeah. I'm not going to force her to stop being a sugar baby, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, all right, well, you, like me and you probably aren't going to work out then. Bye. <laughs> are you currently seeing one right now are you currently dating anyone no i'm like i'm like fully fully single like usually i'm like i'm always like texting somebody but like right now like i'm yeah. i have like no attachments at all so it's pretty interesting it's It'll pretty conducive to actually getting work done i realize because i'm just like not texting anyone i'm not so like getting distracted down getting shit done yeah oh yeah for sure and also it's like i can do whatever too like i'm free to go out if i want to like yeah. it's not a big deal you know that's awesome what about you guys how are you guys liking the married life i i like it actually uh i i was like kind of on like the fence of whether or not i should even be in a relationship in the first place after that's the last person i was dating because i was like you know i'm pretty kind of like what you're saying right now too like i didn't care as much anymore but i just didn't i couldn't accept it and didn't admit it to myself for a while and dragged on the relationship mm-hmm. uh and then towards the end of it i was like maybe i should just be alone but then i met my current girlfriend and ever since then i think things have been like great i think to me it all it's all about meeting just the right person that just vibes with you yeah um, oh yeah 100 percent. yeah and and not i would agree with that 100 and then yeah for now like now i think it's great um like 
bought a home recently. I'm already, it hasn't been that long, but I'm already thinking about like, oh, nice. let's, let's talk about like moving in. I don't know. I think things have been That's good. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. In OC too, right? Or in which OC, part? Yeah. I, I bought a, a home in, in Tustin, California. Kind of oh, Tustin's Santa. a nice area. Yeah, stop by, yeah. man. We'll, we'll, I'll come up to, we'll come to Vegas and you get Dude, a, yeah, y'all come to Vegas. I have a house here too. So y'all come here and I'll go to Tustin. We'll go to, we'll go to mansion or something. Ooh. Dude, yes. fucking closed down. Oh yeah. They close. Well, what is it? Heat now? Heat. Yeah. It's, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we'll all go together. John and his girlfriend, me and my girlfriend, you and your big orgy. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I need to clarify. Bring I wasn't part of that orgy. I was just like, my friends were though. Yeah. Like, I, dude, I don't know it? if I don't know if I would be in an orgy, man. Dude, like I feel like that's like too much. It's too much pressure, maybe. <laughs> it's too much pressure, <laughs> and also work. it's like it's uncomfortable. Like too many boots around you. I don't want to be. I don't want to be. No, but it's like dudes too, right? Yeah. I don't want to be like seeing like my my friends like banging. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you guys are cool with it, but too, too much accidental dick. <laughs> <laughs> too much accidental dick. Um, did like, they go it's like through too it, much. Did they go through with it, or you know? It oh, they went but... through with it, dude. Oh shit! So, so, but the, what what happened was they were in different beds, though. They didn't like actually mm. like cross swords or anything. That's so they had like two beds and like a balcony. Yeah. You get that yeah, area. So I get they, this area. You stay yeah, it's like, your it's corner. Like, yeah, it's kind of like that. Split but there was still, you know, like going nuts. Have the footage if you want to add it. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. we'll definitely be checking that out. <laughs> I don't know if I would ever be in an orgy since I'm in a relationship now. So I guess we'll never find out. But ask me three years ago. So you never know, man. Life gets boring after age 30. Yeah. What if uh, I have to what spice if, it up? What if your girlfriend <laughs> suggested that to you, Chris? It was like, hey, look at his face. He's already so heated just thinking about it. <laughs> All right. You guys are really trying to get in control of my girlfriend, aren't you? <laughs> I, know, I know she put you up to this. This entire episode has been just a trick. Just to get me to put that one answer. So jokes mm. on you. Not saying shit. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. <laughs> we'll talk about this post podcast. Coming from someone who hasn't really dated an ABG before, what would your tips be for someone who would want to get into uh, the pants of an ABG? Have a lot of <laughs> I mean, so number one, I would say OC is like the center. Is the so ABG move to OC center one move like? <laughs> Like, if you're not an OC, you're not going to be really, like, it's going to be pretty hard to date an ABG, in my opinion, right? Yeah. I mean, Vegas, there's ABGs, but they're just here for the weekend. Yeah. Probably come um, from California anyways. Right, right. They're in California. They came from California. So you have to be proximity. And then I think what it is, is you just have to be sort of like an ABB. <laughs> you're going to be ABB yeah. yourself? Yeah, right? Like, so, like, that's, which is uh, Asian baby boy. <laughs> So it's like you have to have the style down. You have to have like the hair, the fuckboy fade. You got to have the the tats. You got to have the money. Kevin, you're just describing yourself right now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I see that fade. <laughs> well, how do you think Amtasia got started, huh? Oh, you yeah, gotta, you gotta cool. like run in those crowds. I mean, dude, once mm -hmm. you start doing that, once you start partying, going to raves, but it's like it's like you have to be like. You have to encompass like that lifestyle, the the fades, the the clothes, the cars, you know, as much of that as you can. And then you'll, you'll, I mean, dude, once you're in it, it's so, it's, it's like, you're going to get an ABG for sure. Yeah. And I think the biggest advice I have about <laughs> is just to make sure that you don't really care. It always seems to be like, mm. the less you care about them, the more like they're into it. <laughs> I, that's like every, that, I feel like that's almost like every girl in a way. Yeah. Like the more but, you like, the more like you're like simping hard, 
like the mm, worse it is for you. Never, never works. I, out. And the more you're just like, just let them come to you, then it's like the easier it is. Would you say that, but, um, like your friends, for example, that you, um, that those girls hit up, were they ABBs in your mind? So one of them, I think, has like an ABB vibe, but okay. then the other two are not. Are I don't wouldn't call them ABBs. Yeah, 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 they're like they're like they're um in the business world. Gotcha. So we're like all I mean we're all kind of in the business world. Um, so those guys, but like we're all fairly we fairly all got our shit together, and I think that's like a key, right? It's like if you're the type of person that has your shit together, you have like your career your look, you know, stuff like that, everything down, then it, people will come to you. Like girls will come to you. Yeah. And that's kind of where you want to be instead of like being the guy like out there, like cold calling, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, going there and like approaching it, like cold approaching the girl. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, well, like, like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with marketing, but there's like a, there's like cold calling or like, mm -hmm. like outbound marketing and inbound marketing. And outbound marketing is like the the salesman who goes door to door, like, please buy my product, please buy my product, right? Yeah, and inbound right. marketing is where you just like have a really good product and then people like opt in to like see what your product is about. And the reason why they do that is because you have like that word of mouth or you have like um like social proof, right? Mm -hmm. That your stuff is good. Mm -hmm. And then that's when you get people like actually coming to you. And it's like a hundred it's like a million times easier to close someone on a sale if they're coming to you versus like if you're going to them definitely would have came in handy back before <laughs> when i was still single trying to trying to you know hook up. So this would have been uh this would have bode well for chris uh speak dating with him but in business terms mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like ooh, i'm writing notes right now it's so, uh -huh. it's so much of it so much of dating is the same concept as business man yeah. it's it's insane the parallels that there is like you're your own brand yeah you're your own brand exactly exactly you're your own brand your instagram is like an advertisement for you. Yeah. So if you have a highly tailored image that like represents you really well, it's actually very easy to date. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So you gotta be an ABB, you gotta be <laughs> near ABGs. So like OC, you gotta mm -hmm. have some tailored images and a well-tailored Instagram. <laughs> Dude, get a good Instagram. Get a good Instagram with like some good hair, haircuts. Like haircuts and style is like two of the biggest things that like Asian guys need to master. Right. So if you master that, like yeah. it's, it's like, it's way easier. Don't look at my hair right now, please. <laughs> <laughs> he, he still managed to get his girlfriend. So it all worked out for him. That's all right. Yeah. Well, I, personality I, too. Like, it's like, it's like, um, you know, master all that. Like, it's like, like all of that will help you get better girls and date better. So, yeah. She, uh, my girlfriend can speak to that. I was, uh, 30 minutes late to our first date and, uh, within like the first 30 minutes of the place I took us to, it actually closed. We had to leave. It was a terrible, uh, terrible <laughs> oh, plan, God. but Hey, she's hooked. <laughs> that, that's probably the last piece of advice. Have good dick. So that'll, that'll, <laughs> yeah. that'll bring them. That'll make them stay. That's true. All right. That's so we true. have, uh, the advice to get them and then the advice to stay. All right. Have money too, man. You need to have money. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Dude, like like it's crazy how much easier it is like dating when you aren't like worried about like the bill every time dude because i remember um because like when i was like a little younger i didn't have as much like even dating is like a drain dude it's such a drain on your bank account it's hard would you say uh you gotta flaunt that wealth for it to show or is it more of like an after thing like oh after you already get the girl in the door it's 
that's how you maintain them is yeah so the flaunting of the wealth thing is a very interesting topic actually because because like there are guys who flaunt their wealth Mm -hmm. and they get a lot of like the gold diggers but if that's what you're cool with then you know and you don't mind you don't mind that then it's Mm -hmm. like you know and it's also the culture of la like everyone's kind of flaunting their wealth yeah everyone's to show off here yeah everyone's like a show off in la right so it can be okay like i don't actually like me personally i don't think it's necessarily bad right um i know in asian culture it's like very bad to like be you're supposed to be humble and whatnot Mm -hmm. um but like dude just live your authentic life like you have the money and you want to buy like an audi r8 or like a lambo like just do it Mm -hmm. you know and you'll you're gonna get tons of like abgs from it Oh, for sure. <laughs> so the one thing they'll get them for sure. Yeah, they're just oh, yeah, attracted to those sure. shiny objects. The cars, for sure, dude. For sure. Like, so if that's what you want, and you just want sort of like these shallow relationships, which I know mm-hmm. a lot of guys do, then go for that. Mm-hmm. You know, and then maybe eventually you can find one that you like connect with and whatever. But like, you know, it's going to be ninety percent shallow relationships. Yeah, yeah. That's so. that's our disclaimer for this podcast. Date and fucking ABG if you want. Just don't come crying to us, you know, when they play you. So dude. please. Or or like, dude, you'll get your heart broken a couple times, man. That's what yeah. it is. And then so, and that's okay. So just it'll harden you. It'll harden your personality. You'll be just a little don't... bit more jaded, but it'll be it's all good. Yeah, so basically, start young. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you happen to be like 18 or whatever, start now. Yeah. And then by the time you reach like our age. You'll be jaded, but then you'll be a much more mature and healthy person. You'll be, you'll pretty much be a fuck boy by then. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's how, that's how they start. You're like all, you're all like nice and loving. Like at 18, you think girls are like princesses. You get your heart broken. And then, and then you get like fucking, like you, you realize like how savage women are in this day and age. And then you're like, all right, I'm just going to be a fuck boy. And then because of the cycle, and then and then the cycle saying, continues. Yeah, the cycle of pain continues for everyone. For sure. Oh my god, that's actually a really good way to think about it, actually. <laughs> but but eventually, you you do like you guys are you know mature and you've settled down and you found your your girlfriends. But you know you know how where people like do get married is like when it's like their first love. I notice that a lot. Like if it's your first love or like second love, like really innocent, like those people tend to get married. Do you have sour pig divorce rates? That's just what they say. Like, do they get divorced or do you know, they say? <laughs> yeah, they get divorced, but <laughs> but like years later, at oh, least. Oh, my first love. <laughs> yeah, fucking right. Yeah, what's worse, like marrying your first love and like experiencing that innocent love for all that time, but then having an end, or is it better just like go through all these hardships and these heartbreaks before you finally uh, find the one? You know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I know that everyone that I know who's married, like they're they're mainly married to one of their first loves, which is very interesting now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know anyone who's dated, like, someone in their, like, 30s and is, like, married to them now. Yeah. I don't think. Have you found your first love yet? Oh, like, what do you mean, did I find my first love? Or have you found oh, your, like, like, yeah, yeah, have you had a first oh, love Oh, like, yet? in college. I, yeah, I had a girlfriend in college uh-huh. that was, like, pretty good. But honestly, like, the thing about that one was, like, we were way too young, and I wasn't ready to settle down. Gotcha. Timing too. Timing is super important in real life. Yeah. It also just depends on the person. Like some people are ready to settle down at age 21. Like for me, I felt like there was like more to life. So I just wanted to like explore more. Yeah. Not right. So that. yeah. It's and then that's also because I wanted to move out of uh, Texas too. Oh, and she was Texas. She was uh, back in Texas. Yeah. Ah, but okay. she was a nice girl. Honestly, like if I think about it, like all the girls that I've dated, 
like seriously, she's mm-hmm. probably like one of the nicer ones. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> like she's like one of the more wholesome ones out of oh everyone I've dated. Because after that, I've dated like freaking ABGs. <laughs> yeah, was she yeah. Uh, an ABG herself or, or not? Remember, no, she was. Um, she was Asian, but she wasn't like an ABG. Gotcha. She didn't really have like the ABG look. She was like a. Uh, she was Thai actually. Gotcha. So, that's a, really that's nice. A less- she was really nice, like wholesome, like biology major like that type yeah like she was trying to be a pharmacist like that kind of the traditional route yeah yeah Yeah. that's a that's a lesson learned one wholesome (laughs) lesson learned one wholesome stop going for abg just date like a normal girl (laughs) (laughs) that's the takeaway for this podcast (laughs) takeaway for this podcast yep one wholesome girl is worth 10 abgs (laughs) yeah i think so man i think so i think so because it just depends on what stage you're in too though because if you're in the stage of like you just want to have fun, then ABGs are great for that. But then if you're in the stage of like, hey, I want to like actually get married soon, or I want to like date seriously, then if if you get stuck with the ABGs, that's heartbreak, dude. That's 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 pain. <laughs> dude, these wise words from Kevin today, dude. They're so quotable. <laughs> yeah, dude, we can just we should cut a bunch of these clips out and just post them on social. Of Kevin, <laughs> gonna just be great. spitting wisdom, Amtasia, dropping knowledge, dude, dropping knowledge on the ABG lives. Cool. Well, thanks guys for listening to this episode um, and you know listening to us spit some wisdom, mainly Kevin here on ABG Culture. Yeah, Kevin is basically the ABG Yoda, so listen to everything he says. He has so yeah. much experience already with ABGs from Amp to Asia, so he knows basically everything, right? Yeah, uh, super fun to, for uh, to be on this podcast. Uh, thank you guys so much, dude. But yeah, we'll uh, drop Kevin's links and all his stuff in the description. So follow him there. And if you want to support us, um, you can follow us on social media as well at Just Asian Podcast. Check out all of our posts. We're going to be reposting a lot of Kevin's stuff. So if you guys really want to learn the trick of hooking up with an ABG, whether or not you should, and that's a good idea, make sure that you guys follow the podcast. Cool. And with that, we're out. Yeah. Later.